I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. I love watching them, and I love making them. Hi, and welcome to The Scary Hand. I'm Mike Geringer. I'm your host, Tandrew Long. I'm, I'm your host, Charlie Backus. I'm another one of the hosts. I'm uh, Rogan Seifers. How's everybody doing today? Doing great. Yeah. I didn't, uh, didn't sleep much last night. Slept most of the day. Now I'm completely yeah. wired. I feel yeah. you. I, I went to the uh, pharmacy to get my prescription, realized the pharmacy was closed, and I was like, well, I'm here already, so I bought a Red Bull, so I'm feeling a little jacked myself. I was yeah. about to crack one open. I got, yeah, I got a cup of coffee next to me, so I'm... I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a Boulevard Quirk. I, uh, <laughs> I, while I was watching this movie, I, I had ordered um, a dozen of hot wings, and they were... Uh, not hot to the point where I couldn't eat them, but for most of this movie, I w- wasn't even having trouble ingesting the wings, but there was snot and tears running down my face. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriate response to this movie well, without hot wings. I, I was shocked because I, the whole time I was like, this isn't that spicy, but my body is reacting violently. I think it maybe it's like a combination of being like, really hung over and eating these wings at like 11 30 in the morning <laughs> did you end up watching a, a dubbed version or did you watch uh the original well i watched i watched uh the version on hbo max which is the subbed version but the uh description implied it was the dubbed version i don't know if my settings are just screwed up and it wouldn't let me access the dub but the only version i had was chinese with subtitles on there yeah um, i don't think the i don't think the dub is on hbo so but the, it, the it dub said, is the free it, version on YouTube. It said his name is uh, Kevin Chan, which uh, his name is not Kevin Chan. It's okay, also, Chan Kakwe. I think we, we have yet to talk to say the name of the movie we're talking about. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> this is our second installment in our thankful films. The movie we're discussing today is Jackie Chan's 1985 film, Police Story, chosen uh, by Brogan. Who's thankful for this film? Is it Brogan? Yes, Brogan's it was my pick. Yes. Uh, it is uh, a 1985 Hong Kong action movie directed by and starring uh, Jackie Chan, an iconic action performer. Uh, features many death-defying stunts uh, and a whole lot of action, a whole lot of ass kicking, and a whole lot of story, a whole lot of heart. Yeah, it's a, a very comedy. It's a very silly yeah. Movie. It's it's a much sillier movie than I. I mean, I understand Jackie Chan's a silly man, uh, not only um, in his films but in the uh, just as a human, he seems like <laughs> kind of a goofball. I didn't realize this movie is like 
90% goof, 10% action. Yeah, it's mostly messing around. It almost has like a safety last or like vaudevillian kind of slapstick fucking around. <laughs> he's, he's very inspired by uh, Harold Lloyd and Buster Keaton. Those are like his big inspirations. Ah, safety before... himself. Yeah, he did uh, in Project A, he does the the clock tower thing but then he also falls from the clock tower and falls onto his head (laughs) and it's one of the most fucked up stunts i've ever seen in any movie (laughs) before we get into the film proper i think we should talk about jackie chan a little bit and brogan i want to ask you uh is his classic catchphrase bad day bad day bad day is that only in the cartoon (laughs) or does he say that otherwise uh that is absolutely only in the cartoon because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what he says in the cartoon. He says it a lot. And I will say another note on the cartoon, and maybe we can get into other cartoons that fit this uh, uh, framework, archetype. I think the Jackie Chan caricature in that film looks absolutely nothing like Jackie Chan. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. It just look looks like, like a like man. <laughs> well, it... He's in every episode, like, in a live-action segment, but he does not play the voice of Jackie Chan in in the show. Well, I can say with certainty I haven't seen it since probably 2003. I just remember how he looks. Um, What was that called? Jackie Chan Adventures? Yeah, that's it. Not very imaginative. Uh, I I remember that show. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. He's, like, taking care of his niece or something, and there's, like, an old man who's his grandpa, maybe. I don't know. It's his uncle. It's his uncle. Yeah, because he screams uncle constantly. (laughs) Yeah, he says uncle and bad day, bad day, bad day. Like, he'll be running for the bus. Obviously, I think the joke is that it's in Jackie Chan's accent, which I will not do, but... (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm looking at this this show, and I forgot about the character Toru, who's just a huge man. Is that the big man? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, well, Chan did not perform have the voice of his animated character. Out. He appears in live action inserts at the end of the program in which Chan presented notable aspects of Chinese history, culture, and philosophy. I was watching Jackie a lot Chan of interviews China. with him to prepare for this episode. And I like, I think because most of the time when we see him in movies where he speaks English, like he's had time to rehearse, he honestly does not speak English very well. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. I was watching I mean, he does an interview now. with him, and he's a man who's supposedly spoken English for the last 40, 50 years, and he is still not very easy to understand and doesn't uh, use sentence structure the way we do. Yeah, it's like these are interviews from like the last few years, and he's still like, I, I was really surprised because, you know, in Shanghai Nights and shit, he speaks fine. Yeah, I think he's. He probably just doesn't care. (laughs) Like, I think I would bet more than anything, it's not that he like is bad at speaking English. It's more that he just probably couldn't care less. Like, he gets across what he needs to. You know, he. uh, You know, he he has an Oscar um, just because of his achievements in film. Yeah, he just has a lifetime achievement, which is great. Uh, He absolutely deserves. Yeah. Well, absolutely, I think yeah. 
I think when we can get into this, I think obviously if I met either one in the street, uh, both of them could kick my ass. I think Jackie Chan movies I prefer to Bruce Lee movies. I know they're not 100% comparable. I, I agree. I feel like I Jackie agree. kind I of walked in Bruce Lee's shadow, and I think he's uh, I think his movies are better. Well, I think you got a lo- I think you got a bigger sample to to take from. Yeah, Jackie there are only five Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, but I think the highs are higher. You know? I, I would I, say no, I, Police I Story agree. is better than any Bruce Lee movie. I yes. think I could. I think I could say that. Like, I'd go further and say there's a couple Jackie Chan movies that are better than any Bruce Lee movie. I think Drunken Master is better than this. I think Drunken Police Masters Story is better than uh, any of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I mean, this movie suffers from that, too. We can get into that. But I think uh, most Bruce Lee movies have about just chunks that are really good. And then a lot of, like, I don't care about this scene. I just want to see him fight somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some like, really... Way, Way of the Dragon's hard to, hard to watch sometimes. There's some really, really great pictures of Jackie Chan holding his Oscar with uh, Sylvester Stallone and him just holding hands on stage. And <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's, like, holding his fist up and flexing and, like, <laughs> holding Jackie Chan's hand up and pointing at him like, yeah, look, this guy won. <laughs> was, was he the one who, like, gave him the award or it something? It must have been, yes, I, I believe. I, you know what? Going off those of these two pictures, have... I think that uh, Sylvester Stallone probably gave him the Oscar. Those two have another common thread. Their first movies were pornos. Yes. Yeah. Jackie was Which, in a, uh, a movie called like the the White Lotus or something. That's a a softcore porn Hong Kong movie. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Stallone's movie is called like An Evening with Two People's Names or something. But after Rocky came out. They re-released that movie as the Italian Stallion. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say I, I thought it was just the Italian Stallion. <laughs> no, it, it's like after the kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, four when it originally came out. It had one title, and then when the two stars Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey became famous, it was re-released as Texas Chainsaw of the La- Next Generation. Yeah, that movie. It's a similar bad. scenario to that. That's a, a similar scenario to this porno. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, I wait. Will say, when are we going to start say, talking about the movie? Well, I think we can jump right in unless you want to keep on talking about Stallone porno. Well, I wanted to say a little more about Jackie. Let's hear a little bit more about Jackie before we hop well, in. Well, he was he's in, uh, I believe, Fist of Fury and um, Enter the Dragon. He was an extra and he did stunts. So he was a personal friend of Bruce Lee. And after Bruce Lee died, everyone was trying to find the next Bruce Lee. And so there are a lot of Jackie Chan movies where they're trying to push him into this role. He's actually in a movie called New Fist of Fury. That's supposed to be like a sequel where he's supposed to be Bruce Lee. And uh, just, is there? it really didn't am work I out for him. Up, is there like a movie where like in the middle of a scene, it might be Into the Dragon, where like Bruce Lee like broke Jackie Chan's nose or something, and they just played it straight. And then after the scene cut, he was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Yeah, that's an Enter the Dragon. He like hits him in the face with a wooden rod or something. <laughs> um, but he wanted to make like funnier movies, so he went off uh, and made like Drunken Master, 
and he started incorporating more stunts into his movies. At the same time, he was trying to get his big break in America. Um, he tried like three times with a bunch of movies that sucked and it just wasn't happening. And he finally came back to Hong Kong, like really defeated and made police story to be like, you know, if I was in charge of making this a movie, like I know what's going to look right. I know how the action's going to work. And like, I want to make my own movie to really display what I can do. And that's what this movie is. Um, you know, I, I want to bring up something, uh, for the fans that don't know, we we have a friend uh, named Kwong, and Kwong really likes to wear suits. Um, he randomly he'll just be like, "Hey, when we hang tonight, do you want to wear suits?" And I always say yes, <laughs> and then wear a suit, um, because I don't want to do that. And I've been I've been thinking about this for a while now. And Kwong's favorite actor is actually Jackie Chan, and I'm looking right now, and I was trying to see if there was a connection here. Uh, have you fellas seen the 2002 hit classic, The Tuxedo? <laughs> I'm aware of it. I'm, I'm aware. aware. I have seen is it. It, it, it is. I, I'm sure so I have seen it. Is Jennifer back. Garner or somebody in it, too? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. She yeah. like gets the tuxedo from like Tom Jones or something too. <laughs> the the powers of kung fu are uh, used when he puts the tuxedo on. You think that Kwong thinks that his suits give him kung fu powers? I I mean maybe. As a as a Jackie fan, you think this is his motivation? I would. Uh, There's a connection that, there. I mean, maybe it's a subconscious thing. As you know? a boy who was raised in Korea, he probably has less exposure to a movie like The Tuxedo than he does to a movie like Fully Story. This is the first time I've watched the movie in the lead up to the podcast, and the first time I've taken notes about the movie. All right, so uh, we finally found a movie that wets your whistle then <laughs> uh, your boathouse. Um, I think without further ado, uh, we should get into this fucking movie. Why don't you give us a basic rundown of, uh, you know, or- order of events, themes? Uh, okay. Well, the the plot is fairly thin, <laughs> but uh, it is about a Hong Kong police officer named uh, Chan Kakwe, who uh, is part of a sting operation to catch this uh, big, big time drug dealer. And uh, it all goes to shit and everything explodes, but he does end up catching the guy 
and then uh, he gets picked by his superiors to be the bodyguard for the drug dealer's assistant, um, who is going to be their witness. Uh, and that doesn't work out. The dude ends up uh, going free, and he sets his sights on taking uh, Jackie Chan out of the picture for arresting him in the first place. Um, and in between that, there's a lot of uh, really nuts action sequences, a lot of great fighting, um, and a lot of uh, Jackie Chan getting cakes thrown in his face. <laughs> Something that happens, I think, three times in this movie. Yeah, it happens three times because I, I noticed. I like took note of it. <laughs> but uh, it's it's great. The, the, the opening scene... Is a shootout in a shanty town, uh, and it kicks ass. Yeah, the opening scene is nuts. I can't believe it's like real shit. Yeah, like when the cars are running through the buildings, it looks like fucking Castle of Cagliostro <laughs> or something. It's insane. The, the, one like, of the notes I took about this movie was the two most important parts of the movie are the opening fight in the village and the mall fight. Mall the, fight the beginning, so tight. the beginning and the end of this yeah. movie are the absolute highest points. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think in this film, it's there's two like perfect fifteen minute segments, and there's about an hour between. Those <laughs> I do think there are, but there's a lot of small, incredible things like the man being thrown yeah, into I, the pool I, off the roof. When, when, yeah, that's when great. I think the fight with the, the cars, where he's like jumping in and out of all the all the cars. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that actually has, I think, the coolest move he does in the entire I, film. I also wrote that down. <laughs> Are you talking about, because I think the coolest scene in the whole film, like, in terms of just one stunt he does, is he runs up to the car and he jumps over and slides over the top of the car and, like, kicks the dude in the grabs face. Grabs a guy in a headlock as he's coming uh, through. I wrote down, it's, uh, he is on top of one of the cars and he jumps through the windshield of the other car and kicks a dude in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good too. I actually think the car had the only like joke in the film that I thought landed perfectly. Uh, right after that big fight where he totally wrecks his car, the doors ripped off, the windshields out. He's then driving down the highway, and he's like giving people behind him the motion, like go around. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> no, I think there's there's some other pretty good jokes. I like the uh, bit where he's juggling all the phones. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. The, the bit where it's his it's his cop buddy posing as a an assassin, and like he gets like knocked out, and then Jackie tries to like act like he's still awake. He's like, no, yeah, stay away. He's, that's look, a good he's, scene. Look, he's dangerous. And then she just breaks another vase over his head. That's a. I, I wrote down here. Uh, what's up with the mask that that guy is wearing in that scene? <laughs> yeah. It's like a very specific mask that seems yeah. like it has a purpose, but I can't tell what it is. Maybe it's yeah. That's that's weird that he's Kong very culture. committed to like. He's very committed to being like I have to keep this mask on, and then at the end when he. Gets knocked out. She's like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> well, they don't want her to be able to identify him. I don't know. There's a lot of loose ends in this movie. <laughs> I, I, I think it's great. It's... The opening scene, I want it, Brogan, you probably know more about the behind the scenes, and that's kind of what I want to know, because the, like you said, the story's pretty mm-hmm. thin in this movie. I want to know more about the, uh, the, uh, yeah. the action scenes. Um, how? So, so, just like 
from the start, generalized, he's just doing all this shit, right? Like, he just gets hurt at the end of all of it, is what we don't oh, see. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, every, all the stunts, like, they have no... This movie was filmed for the equivalent of just under $2 million in uh, U.S. money. <laughs> so, they have no special effects budget. So, yeah. there are no special effects. It's just dudes, like, falling off of shit and, like, when he drives his car through the shanty town, he is the one driving his car. But also, <laughs> I watched an interview, and I don't. This can't possibly be true. But he said that was his car. Oh, I know that's got to be. I believe that. I want to believe that. There's yeah, a great. I want to know how much fucking glass they used in the mall fight. That was a big Dude. thing. Uh, the uh, the crew started calling the movie Glass Story because all the glass, and it's all sugar glass. Yeah, so it wouldn't be as sharp. But uh, yeah. to make that's it, that's the stuff to make it used for stunts to like break yeah. up your head. Right? But to give it more emphasis and to make it look like more, you know, like break into bigger shards and shit for the scene, uh, it's like twice as thick as regular glass. So, dudes were getting fucked up like a bunch of injuries yeah. were happening during those scenes because they might not they might not get cut by the shards but they are still getting like thrown through some really thick yeah yeah i was gonna say like there might be precautions on set but there is still a scene when a dude very clearly is being hit and dragged oh yeah that is that, that is the no. only stunt in the movie that jackie himself didn't do because he didn't think that he had the uh motorcycle driving capabilities <laughs> <laughs> the first time I watched this movie was a little over a year ago with Brogan and I remember one of the biggest things that he pointed out while we were watching it was um, like anytime you see in this movie anytime you see him you know fighting somebody and it cuts to another angle and it looks kind of seamless like the scene where he it, just driving the motorcycle through the like five panes of glass or when he jumped down the fire pole and it like that's multiple my times. favorite it's just because they had one they were they had four cameras doing it at like the same time and they were like we got one try at this like well and that they the fact that they just replay it like like three times in a row him sliding down the pole is exactly what we want in action movies exactly yeah they know you well that's what i'm saying i think i think this movie has some good scenes like interspersed some of the comedy scenes are funny whatever i think every action scene in the film is like 20 out of 10 it's like yeah. perfect yeah. like there was scenes in that mall fight scene when i was laughing out loud there's a scene when he kicks a guy down an escalator down an escalator and the guy goes in between the yeah. two escalators oh, yeah. like, I, know exactly what you're talking about. I out loud said holy shit and started laughing dude there's a part where he like forces this bad guy like when they're in the mall to like straddle him basically like Jackie Chan like controls him. He swings him yeah. and just throws him into a display case. It is so <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think even if the rest of this movie was dog shit, which it's not, I think that scene alone like is absolutely oh, perfect. Yeah. That's that's my favorite scene in the movie. It's hands down. It's incredible. It's, it's incredible. It's like eight minutes of like nothing but like the best fight shit and 
probably all the same. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, there's yeah. really something about watching a fight scene where they just completely destroy the entire environment around them. Yeah. That is yeah. so fucking well, And all awesome. the hits are real hits. They're all landing. Yeah. Like, even if they're not, like, really beating the shit out of each other, they're all, like, kicking each other in the head and stuff. Like, yeah, it's not stage yeah. fighting. The last movie we watched was Highlander, which is, like, only stage fighting. So it's such a weird contrast to see this thing where, like, Jackie Chan's flipping over a man's back and it's truly him yeah. doing that. Well, this, the, the fire pole scene, when he falls through the roof, he breaks, like, three ribs and his ankle and, like, his arm. He The, the big thing with that is that, uh, like, they he wanted it to be all wired through, uh, like, a low-watt car battery. And they were like, no, it's not enough. It won't light up all the lights, so we got to plug it into the, the building's electricity. So he was up there waiting to roll for, like, three hours, trying to psych himself up to do the stunt. And uh, he didn't want to do it. He was, like, fucking terrified. Um, and uh, what does Mike say? BRB. Oh, okay. And... Uh, Finally, like one of the things that he told everybody is like, when I nod, start rolling. And so like three hours into him just like standing at the edge and looking at the pole, he uh, like cracks his neck or something and they start rolling and it's like 15 cameras and he knows they have a limited amount of film. So he's like, well, I just have to do it now. So he jumped and in those three hours, all those lights had just heated up that metal oh, pole. So as oh all, you know, it's the eighties. So they're all glass bulbs. They're all plugged into the building's electricity. So he's going down and there's glass shattering all around him. And he's just burning all the skin off his hands. And when he gets to the bottom of that pole, you can see there's like, I don't know, at least 10 more feet that he just drops from there. Yeah. It's a 10 foot drop in, into the Which roof. Is, it's really impressive in that case, then, because it's not like it cuts away as soon as he hits the ground. You yeah, he gets up away. and he starts, like, just beating a dude up. And Jackie says <laughs> that he was kicking this guy's ass so hard that the guy was like, you need to stop. Because he was just so pumped from having done the stunt that he was just, like, completely numb and was just, like, full of adrenaline. So that it was six in the morning. They immediately went and... uh got fucking wasted <laughs> and then like <laughs> an hour after he's done the stunt and he's drunk uh, he realizes that he's really fucked up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all the skin is just completely burned off his hands and uh, he fractured two vertebrae and dislocated That's his it. pelvis but like succeeding at the stunt was just such a thrill that he just didn't even notice. So I just and just and a make or break. Like if he fucked it up, like they they have to do so much work <laughs> to, to try again. Yeah, I mean to set that stunt up, and he knows he has one take. And also he thinks that if he fucks it up, he's just gonna die. <laughs> now, at. As far as, like, thematically, I think this is a movie that, um, obviously, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, deifies cops. Cops are the good guys. Cops are cool. Sure. 
I think if cops were like this, we would all respect them. It's it's he follows the same uh, three eleven philosophy. uh, Guns are for pussies. He (laughs) uses his gun almost not at all. It would be insane if a cop's main weapon was that he just like walked into places and beat the (laughs) shit out of the criminal. That that reminds me of a scene when he does use his gun, which is to stop the bus, which uh, you see in the the outtakes reel at the end. Uh, the first take, it almost hit him. <laughs> but oh, yeah, the yeah. second take, it didn't get as far as it was supposed to. So those dudes that fly out of the windshield were supposed to land on the car. But instead, they all land like head first on the concrete. And all of them are in the hospital <laughs> for weeks. Now, is there some sort of movie magic that makes the car safe? Because it sounds like... Either that way, was, that, that would have fucked thing. them up. If they had landed on the metal car as intended, it sounds like they would have Well, they probably just would have landed on their backs. Like, they fell, like, ten feet onto their heads. Yeah, like, they, they you know, it was, a, it was a longer distance to the ground. And also, that was a big thing in a lot of the... Because I've got the Police Story uh, 1 and 2 Blu-ray set, and I watched some of the special features. They talked a lot about, like, how they accomplished these stunts and, like a big part of stunt work is that uh, for emphasis, a lot of times people get thrown into tables or like when that dude gets thrown between the escalators, um, you know, that obviously hits harder and looks more impressive, but really like those obstacles that are keeping people from just falling into the ground are usually softening their blows and making it uh, so they get less fucked up. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. In the outtakes at the end, they show... Uh, what's the main actress? Maggie name? Chung. Um, yeah, they, they're they showing her get thrown to a table, and, like, when it slowed down, you can clearly see yeah. there's, like, a mat on it. Yeah, like, even, you know, they're, they're typically, like, break away. Like, they weaken them enough that they're going to break pretty easily when you go through it. But, you know, like, getting thrown into a table is going to probably soften the blow especially a table that is built to just break immediately then if you got flipped straight onto concrete um here's a question what is the craziest stunts you boys have ever done <laughs> Ooh, that's i mean hmm. but it could that's be hard. something with boy uh... fighting i think boy fighting uh, has had some pretty no i think i think mine is uh it wasn't a successful stunt but um something the uh childhood pals love to reference is uh when i was about 13 i had a mountain bike and they they asked if i would ride the mountain bike off this ledge and the ledge was about four and a half feet high and i was like oh i absolutely can i'm great at mountain biking and just went over it about two miles an hour scorpion right onto my face and then like the first thing i said was like yeah, you know like when you when you land on your face and your legs like follow behind you and your body like folds the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> like, oh i thought you meant to say in the heart of kansas where you grew up you <laughs> no, no, no 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 but yeah i landed on the ground and then i just went why did i do that 
That's a more impressive stunt than anything I've ever done. <laughs> well, I can't tell you that I've done any crazy stunts um, that, that I can remember, but I have um, forced other people to do stunts that they should not have. Um, and one of, I, I guess one that I was involved in was, and I know Mike's heard this story and was also there, but last day of middle school, um, I think it was the last day of middle school, we had a bunch of people over at Mike's house and Mike lived at the bottom of this huge hill. Well, Jack Montgomery and I, yeah. Like 90 degree angle, we're, like you get winded walking we're up on it. my little brother's bike that had pegs on the front. And Jack decides he's going to sit on the front pegs, or he's going to sit on the handles with his legs on the front pegs, and I'll ride the bike down this hill. And we ju- we're flying. We are going so fast. And the balance... <laughs> is just off is way <laughs> off yeah because he's just on the front of this bike a car yeah. starts driving up our way and we are like 50 feet away we're still very far away from it um but i hit the brakes but only the front brakes work and <laughs> jack, jack hits the ground and he fucking drags on the street for like three feet <laughs> yeah there. There's also like a group of like five or six feeling themselves fresh out of eighth grade boys just standing in my front yard oh, yeah. watching. Dude, this there's all also like a family motion. of small children and like some parents out across the street or something that saw it happen. And Jack stands up and he just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> and he was screaming some fucked up shit. The family was like covering their kids' ears, taking them inside. And like his leg was so bloody. Oh my God. <laughs> and then he went, he limped home. He was pissed. He didn't want to hang with us anymore. <laughs> that was also that time that, kind like, of his you, own fault. You, uh, didn't you hit Patty with your car? They were in a trash can. I can't. I don't. I don't no, recall pretty, that. But I'm very pretty sure. I, well, I thought it was you. Someone put when we got new trash cans in Prairie Village, like in 2010 or something. Um, it was a very memorable event for the city. But uh, we put Patty inside of one, and then someone hit Patty with their car. While, while they were in the, the <laughs> trash can and uh, Patty pretended to be dead when we opened up the <laughs> well I do remember when I was about 15 or not 15 obviously like 16 when I just got in my car I I wouldn't hit it full speed or anything but the trash cans <laughs> were off in front of my garage and they would be a big, good gauge of how far I could go so I would frequently, as I was parking my car, hit the trash can. Um, Mike, why don't you tell the story? Do you remember that uh, story where Jack jumped on the back of that truck? Mm, I don't remember enough details, and I don't know if this is funny to anybody but the two of us. If it involves Montgomery, it, it really is. I just I wasn't there, I. so I don't think I could do it justice. I, I remember being told it, but he like attacked. Like, didn't they, like, some dudes, like, chased you with a fucking tire iron, didn't they? Yeah, um, the best I can remember it, we were just, there, between our good friend Patty's house 
and there was like a video game store we would go to a lot. There was like a very major road right there. And we were walking back from the video game store. We probably had just bought like <laughs> Gears of War 2 or some bullshit. Um, and these like, we were probably like 14 or 15. And these like slightly older teenagers who had more uh, power than us because they were in a car and we were walking, drove by in a pickup truck. And uh, they were like, fuck you, fucking Jews, or some like some Cartman level insult. <laughs> and Jack Montgomery, our very odd friend, uh, a very nice ran way up it. and jumped in the jumped in the uh, bed of their pickup truck and was like punching the roof. Like, fuck you, don't talk to me that way. Fuck you guys. And they sped up really quick, and Jack <laughs> fell out of the back of the truck. <laughs> so he's like lying in the middle of the road of like one of the biggest intersections in our entire town, and he's like running around. And then our other friends tries to grab him, and so we're like, I will say I've been the same way I've always been at this point. I was just like deeply <laughs> observing, just standing there like. Are we going to get in trouble for this somehow? Uh, and um, so he's just like sitting in the middle of this giant intersection. Our other friend grabs him and run out of there. Well, both of them are like narrowly avoiding getting hit by cars. And then the pickup truck has since whipped around. And we are we run back to our friend Patty's house and are staring inside his windows, looking at this pickup truck circling the... Uh, circling the house and they have like the tire iron out and they're like yelling more extreme versions of like Cartman insults like you fucking <laughs> Jews like uh, I, I don't know we grew up in a small Kansas town I guess that's a insult there I don't think if somebody called me a Jew nowadays I think I'd say uh, <laughs> uh, what are you talking about <laughs> huh? um yeah, and I just remember the whole time being like, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this joke was fucking stupid and I don't like it. But that's probably the best stunt I've ever been involved in. The only other stunt I can remember I'm involved in. Um, Andrew, your dad's a pretty mellow man. Never. I've never heard him really raise his voice. Uh, I've known you for the last 15 years or so. Wow, that's wild. But yeah, about the last 15 years ago. So I remember one time you we were driving your car and jump by uh, Van Halen was on the radio and you started leaning out of the window like yeah. the Joker, but with the door open and you were like, jump! Like screaming it when we were like 13 and your dad was fucking pissed. <laughs> he was like, get in the car! <laughs> Great stuff. That's the best I got. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I don't do enough stunts in my life. I don't haven't done enough, and I, I'm certainly not going to be doing any more anytime soon. Yeah, that's a big thing that Jackie is saying in all of these interviews is like talking about him getting fucked up or the stunt guys getting fucked up, like the dudes that flew out of the bus and were in the hospital for multiple weeks. He's like, but you know, we're young guys, we're fine. <laughs> we keep saying that, and it's like. <laughs> you don't just brush off any injury because you're a young guy. 
and he's like, you know, he did this shit well into his fifties. Well, yeah, yeah. Is he still making? Well, movies? he actually just a couple of years ago he he did a movie with Pierce Brosnan called The Foreigner, and it's another example of the plot is very loose and at times racist in a very like UK kind of way and like oh like a guy pierce <laughs> yeah kind of and yeah exactly uh but it's got some really great action scenes and it's like Jackie Chan in his fucking like 50s doing like like there's a scene where he like jumps out of a window onto like a slanted roof and like grabs a pole and like slides down two stories and lands on a balcony and like runs through a door and it's like clearly him doing it and he's like 55 oh he's older than 55 at this point i think he's in his 60s he's like 66 well, or something yeah, yeah i'd say he's, he's, he's something like that he's in his mid 60s okay so this movie's like three or four years old so he's probably like early 60s when he's doing that i i also heard that movie was all right i didn't see it but uh yeah i haven't seen it it's 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 a movie for the action the plot is yeah it tries too much. Like, I think part of the beauty of police story is like, you know, they're very aware. Like it doesn't really matter what we do in between the action sequences because the action sequences. Are I so will good. say one so, of the, <laughs> I, uh, I was reading the, I'm reading the Wikipedia for the foreigner. Cause I'd never really heard of it. I was kind of aware of it. And it says it stars Jackie Chan, Pierce Brosnan and Charlie. <laughs> Murphy. And, um, <laughs> I thought it was like Charlie Murphy from the <laughs> show. But no, <laughs> one note I did take down. Uh, I wanted to point out about things that happen in the movie between action scenes is there's this bit I don't think I've ever really thought about until like you know I've seen this movie like ten times till this last viewing where he's outside of the police station and there's a bunch of cows. I, for some reason, not addressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was an shit, insane scene. And then he, like, moonwalks to get it off his shoe and techno <laughs> plays. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I guess maybe the joke could have landed if the music was more like Michael Jackson, but it's like, it sounds like a Daft Punk song that's like, yeah, <laughs> not an 80 yeah. of. <laughs> Like, it's just, like, an interstitial between one song and another. It was very strange, and I feel like every time I've seen the yeah. movie, I've just completely ignored it until this time. Well, it's kind of like, um, he Jackie Chan wrote, wrote this movie, like, right? Basically, he had a screenwriter, and the way that they wrote the movie is that Jackie would be like, okay, I want to do a scene where we've got a shootout in the village, and then I drive a car through and everything blows up and the screenwriter would be like well is that the beginning of the movie or the end of the movie and Jackie would be like what's well, the beginning and then he'd like write around that <laughs> be like okay we want to do a fight with two cars where we're jumping in and out of windows and shit um, write that into the movie so like he wrote basically like he came up with stunts and action sequences that he wanted to do based on environmental stuff and then a guy wrote it all out <laughs> so See, I don't know. I don't know. I want to do a a cow shit gag. Throw that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, I would love. uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's it's a (laughs) it's a stupid scene. I guess. 
I don't know what it's doing there. It's uh, but it is really funny to like get in the psyche of like Jackie Chan and have him be well, like. This he, is one of the things he yeah. says in one of the interviews is he's like, "Well, we didn't know that anyone was going to give a shit about this movie like thirty years later." Um, and you know, we didn't have much of a budget. He's like, I really wish we had done like a making of because there's so much shit that went on when we were making this movie that like, and he's saying a lot of the interviews, a lot of the interviews are in English. So he's like, I, he even says like, I can't really do justice to what I'm like, what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I would, I wish that we had more of a like definitive, like source on the shit that went on when they were making this movie. Well, if <laughs> yeah, and it almost is more of a like I would be more interested in knowing why did you do the moonwalk? Why did you think it was funny to get hit with a cake three times? Why? Why is it funny to eat ramen with pencils and stuff? I will say, like, right more now, I think the third time he gets hit then with a cake, I am he's like... holding the phone in front of his face. When the cake comes down, there's like the shape of the phone on his face, and I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. It's wild she's <laughs> able to dial her own phone. <laughs> poor, poor May. Very strange. And then there, right before that, there was another point I wanted to talk about. Is is Jackie like a hunk? Because right before that in that scene, I mean, he's obviously ripped, and you see his little butt in that scene before it but like he's, he's supposed to be women like a loved sexy him guy in in east asia and uh he, he, did he didn't do the porn movie. part <laughs> he's just in the movie uh, he, uh... <laughs> oh so he's like trump yeah. he's just in the porn um, but he doesn't do the fucking <laughs> he does a movie i think in 1988 <laughs> called dragons forever where he is uh, he has a girlfriend and uh, it's like not an on the rocks thing like it is in Police Story. He like has like a serious girlfriend, and uh, apparently like he seems to in this movie too. He's <laughs> well, like a, a big thing in a lot of the movies. That he's like a bumbling idiot. So when he does have a girlfriend or a love interest, like it's always very like, oh, who knows if this is gonna last? But um. Like, after this movie came out, apparently, like, a woman, one of his fans in Japan killed herself because she was distraught at the idea of Jackie Chan having a girlfriend. Like, that's how much women oh love Jackie Chan ladies. That's got to be kind of an extreme case, though, I think. Uh, no, that's what? an extreme case for sure. But, like, that's how much it's not women even they, It's not even like they have, like, a romantic moment at the end. The last time he interacts with her at all in the film, she gets kicked in the ass down the stairs and gets mad about it. Pretty brutal. It's not like even they hug or kiss after that. That's literally, like, the last second you see of her. His boss shows up and it's like, she's hurt. Take care of her first. And he doesn't. He just keeps beating the shit out of these guys. Which is another great thing about the movie. That this movie truly had like a I don't know really know how to describe it other than like a Jaws style ending, where in Jaws they kill the shark and then they're literally like yeah, yeah that was, let's that get was out what I was gonna here. say is the that one of the great over. things about this movie is that he just kicks this dude's ass and his buddies have to hold him back from doing it more and it's just over. <laughs> yeah, there's no closure. It seems like probably they wouldn't get in. The drug dealer probably wouldn't be in trouble and would probably have some legal action against the cops who 
kicked his well, ass in the, in the sequel. Uh, the first scene is Jackie getting demoted because of all the distraction that he caused. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I love that when movies to... that should not do that kind of thing do. Like, the, the opening of the movie is, like, his boss being like, I can't fucking believe you did this. Like, you're a traffic cop now. Um, yeah, and then in the, in the second movie, he spends a lot of time trying to get his girlfriend to, like, and uh, the villain does end up going to prison, but they let him go because he has cancer or something, and he's gonna die. Oh yeah, that's right. And then when he gets out, he's, yeah, like, he's like, "I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you." I'm evil. Uh, How many like movies six. are there? I've only seen the first three. Oh, something I should have just looked up. And the first two are really. Oh, the third one's great. The one's worth. The third one really? I watched mm. recently, uh, which is Play Story Three Super Cop. Um, it his uh he's got a partner in it. And it's Michelle Yeo. Um, yeah, Dixon Poon's wife. Dixon um, Poon's wife. And there is. <laughs> I think they haven't. I think yeah, they, I think they divorced a long time ago. But uh, it like totally goes leagues above the first two, where he's just fighting like drug dealers. <laughs> The third one, he like fucking. There's a scene where there's like a full shootout with like the Thai military and shit. It is insane that there's like this character they've set up as like a guy who would like reach into his soup and have a crab pinch his nose or something. And then in the last 10 minutes, he's just like super <laughs> fucking the, serious. The third one, the big climax during uh, Kuala Lumpur. And it's. Uh, a helicopter flying around and he is dangling from the helicopter on a rope ladder and it's really him and they're just flying around the city between buildings and shit and he is just straight up like bumping into things it's insane (laughs) (laughs) it sounds wonderful i should probably check him out because i thoroughly enjoyed this movie um so on a scale of one to ten, let's go around. What do we give Police Story? I agree. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I give it a ten out of ten. I'd say I give most of the movie like a seven out of ten, but I think the scenes that are are so good, the mall scene, the car chase scene are so good, it forgives any other faults of the movie. And that's ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, I, a lot of the notes I had were about how weird a lot of the other shit that happens between the action scenes is. Like the court scene, everyone's wearing powdered wigs. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, uh, well I guess that's yeah, probably British true because Hong Kong is a uh, British yeah. colony in the, but, some capacity at that time. One right? thing, I, one thing I did take note of. Might is have actually, that, you know, like how people. Know always say that my cousin Vinny is like the most accurate portrayal of like court proceedings in film. I think that the court scene yeah, in this movie is the opposite of that. <laughs> like every argument the lawyer makes is like, this is just fucking nonsense. <laughs> they would not let this man walk the streets. Well, I do think it's I do think it's really funny how they're supposed to be like the whole misunderstanding of the recording where she's saying like oh you're getting me wet or like keep your little thing away from me kind of shit and then at one point she's like <laughs> go to bed with me and he's like yes you'll sleep next to me 
Like, there's no misunderstanding <laughs> there. That seems like he's just being yeah, weird. Yeah, we got to the point where I feel like during that scene where she's recording it, uh, he definitely kind of catches on and is like, yes, I do want to fuck. Like, I think he's being a bad boyfriend there for a sec. Yeah, he seems like but kind he kicks of, ass. of shit. Movies for the boys. It's definitely a movie for the boys. Well, and that's our discussion of police Next story. Uh, yep. Drew, did you come oh, up with a fun it. game for us to play this week? Cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting right behind me. Um, the game this week is going to be... Uh, um, Oh, I don't, I don't. I got nothing. Two truths and a lie. Mm. Well, <laughs> this would be great because we all know each other really well. Okay, I did, I missed that. What, what's the fun game? Okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. So uh, here's here's my three things. Okay, uh, last week I shit into the shower while taking a shower, and. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, already got the Santa rug out and uh, I've been listening. And that's my second one. And my third one is I've been listening to Mannheim Steamroller all day long. Which one's the lie? Well, I think I know you so well that this makes this hard. Well, it makes I, it tough. I, I think didn't you want be doing to be any three of those things. Well, I I will say you probably haven't shit in the shower this week. Okay. I believe you've done it. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm on. But maybe not this week. You there? You there too, bro? Oh, I missed all of it because I was peeing. All right. Well, uh, I'll just tell you right now. I have not been listening to Mannheim Steamroller. It ain't Christmas time yet. Oh no! We're so. No. Well, I think that about wraps us up for tonight. Uh, no, yeah, I gotta okay, go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I should probably leave. Uh, we'll see you next time on The Scary Hand when we will be discussing Charlie's pick for the thankful film, which we will almost certainly not get out before Goodbye. Thanksgiving. Goodbye. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye.